Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5-2-22. Gino, Biggie's neck is broken. Did you see it happen? Were you watching SmackDown Live? I was watching SmackDown Live, and I had to like watch it back thanks to somebody who did record their TV. I got to see that spot, and it really looked so disgusting. I was scared for him. It's a good thing he's alive, but he might not be able to wrestle, again, at least by some reports. But that one doctor worked in NFL and WWE. Yeah, it looked really bad. and and I So I heard that he broke his neck. It was obviously trending. I tuned in to... I, I hopped on Trovo for like a minute, and I heard you guys talking a little bit about it. And I'm like, what? And then I was on Twitter. Becky Lynch was like, he'll be all right, mate. So there was a lot of people. Uh, they were aghast at the injury. So I had to check it out. And obviously, you know, I have Hulu. I watched Hulu SmackDown, you know, very fun program. It's the whole thing. It's all the SmackDown. Sometimes I feel like they cut things out, but I don't even notice. So this was very, very uh, – it was scary because I was – like the whole match, you're waiting for it to happen. Because that's also, you know, the, the report is, oh, the show opens with Big E breaking his neck. I'm like, oh, God. And if, and obviously it didn't open with that. There was like a promo segment before. Then it was fight night. First of all, uh, Butch, what the fuck was that? What is this? Butch? They have to give Pete Dunn a new name because Pete Dunn died, even though his last match was not against Mr. Uh, D'Angelo was against fucking the A champion, so it made no sense why Pete Dunn couldn't be Pete Dunn. Still, he has to have this new name for no reason, even though Pete Dunn was not killed off. Well, and I also don't like this. Like, Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented. Thank you, Beezlebub420. I also don't like the fucking half-ass like, storyline they give it. You all call him this, but we've been friends with him for a long time, and we know him as Butch. Like, No, you don't. Nobody knows him as that. We all know him as Pete Dunn. Like, how come Ridge Holland got to be Ridge Holland? Like, what, what is this? How come some guys – is it because Pete Dunn is as, like, an intellectual property exists outside of WWE? So, oh, you're going to be on the main shows now? You can't just use your indie name. Yeah, maybe it's because they want to have license to your name and they can then sell with your name. So Pete Dunn probably owns his actual name, so it's like, you can't use my name. So he had to come up with something new, so they decided, you know, one name name for you. Well, yeah, and we already had Butch Reed. Thank you so much, Tay. Like we have Butches in the. Like, I thought Vince's big thing was we already have a Piper. You can't be Piper. You have to be Dewdrop. Like you know, it's like we we go through these names where we're not allowed to have the same names. And good God, uh, Butch. Not even, and they one named him, which never works for anybody. Imagine if his name was just Seth. Like, nobody would like him. He has to be Seth Rollins because that sounds like a man. That sounds like a human being. Like, who's the most successful one-name guy? Kane? Undertaker? Rock. Well, The Rock, too. And we also – he was also Rocky Maivia, and we kind of – you know, he was just The Rock because his name was Rocky. Die, Rocky, die. Remember he was in the Nation of Domination, Gino? Yes, he was. A lot of people were in the Nation. Kam Mustafa was in the Nation. Then he became – Godfather. He became the Godfather. Everyone had a great career, except D'Lo. D'Lo did commentary at TNA, and now he's no longer there. He got beat up once, and now he's gone. No explanation. I haven't watched Explosion, Gino. Is he on that now? 
I have no idea if Explosion is still going on. I need to find out. I'd be interested. Urban Neon Moon. Did you hear that song we played during break? I can't get that out of my head. It's a great song. Oh, Just like a, I just knew theme song. What a banger. The Other Side. Were you? Uh, come on. You know that album. You were probably freaking out like I was. Dude, a different Alter Bridge song. I was half worried. First of all, okay, there's so many first of alls tonight. This is rough. We're supposed to talk about other things. Biggie yes. broke his neck. So... I was watching that match. When is the spot? Like, where? where is that moment? Where is that? Where's the mistake? When he goes for the spear and misses and lands flat on his back, I thought, oh, shit, that's where it happened. I thought he landed awkwardly, like, on the back of his head, and somehow his neck is broken. Because, you know, remember when Cena broke his neck on that powerbomb? He just kind of took a back bump. Something happened, and your back broke. Your, your neck breaks. So with Big E, I thought that was the spot. And then when he gets up, and you could tell he's already kind of dazed. I don't know if we can, if we could talk about concussions, but there might have been something there. And when he went to, when Ridge goes to flip him, Big E just doesn't get any of like. I, I don't know if it's because Ridge is so tall. Something did not work on this suplex at all. And Big E's, you don't want to blame either guy for it, right? Big E, not anymore. At the time, I yeah. did, but now I'm realizing it's nobody's fault. Who? Do, oh, were you trying to blame Ridge for it? Like, dude, yeah. I think on this. A belly-to-belly suplex, though, is so much the guy who's receiving it. Like, there's a lot that goes into jumping and flipping. And one of the things I noticed with that one is Big E didn't try and bail at all. Big E's like, no, I got this. And he just landed smack dab on his head. It really was terrifying. I try to blame Ridge because I still remember him messing up Johnny and Adam. So I just was like, it hates him. He's in uncoordinated. And I realized, no, that's not how you should be as a wrestling fan you shouldn't blame the person who's johnny who's johnny and adam gargano who's adam gargano cole oh, okay yeah we, the way you just first named him like that i was like what is that a tag team somewhere so i didn't see a ton of ridge holland anywhere else this is my first kind of exposure to him i think i saw him wrestle in nxt uk did he do anything with sam shaw like i, I don't remember him like at all I don't remember him that much in UK. I remember him mainly in NXT, and he messed up Adam Cole before War Games, and then there was this one match. It was like the tournament match where Gargano still won, but Ridge picked him up for this one spot and fucking landed him right on his head. Yeah, it was a so, and I think a lot of people were doing that. They were just looking at Ridge Holland as like, oh, he kind of sucks anyway. Oh, uh, why, you know. The, his, he hasn't really done anything cool, I guess. He's Sheamus is clearly teaching him how to wrestle live on Fox. And, yeah, to watch that spot happen live, it's easy to go. Says Gino, you aren't on a first-name basis with these people. What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Johnny Nitro and Adam Pierce. Like, you left me. My head was going in so many directions. I was like, I don't know who those people are. I, and I also thought they were like the, what's that blonde team that I like? Uh, in NXT UK, the Dangerous Blondes. I had, uh, what is it? Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly. I'm fucking terrible. <laughs> dangerous Blondes is a way better tag team name. So I thought maybe that was Johnny and Adam. They were pretty deadly. So, yeah, you know, you're on a first-name basis. Me and my friend Ridge, uh, and I, I knew a lot of people were going to be mad at him. Like, as soon as I saw the spot, my initial reaction was, why did, so I was opposite. I thought, whoa, why did Biggie like, not flip? Like, that was my thought was, why did he – he didn't really flip. He just kind of – he let Ridge do a lot of that lifting. And I know when you're fighting Brock Lesnar, he will throw you. You don't have to do any work. But this is Ridge Holland here. It's like when Taz would throw people. I mean, you got you got to use a lot of your own 
You got to jump a little, all right? Taz is down there. So this was kind of a – it was very scary. And I didn't want to – I didn't blame anyone either. Like, oh, that's Biggie's fault or that's Ridge's fault. Uh, it's just we've seen that move happen a hundred times. There was an era in wrestling where that was banned. They were getting rid of the overhead belly-to-belly except for, like, Kurt Angle, Benoit, and Brock. Like, those were the three that were allowed to do it. And only one of those men killed their family, Gino. So, yeah, I, I, I think Biggie will work, work again. He's, he seemed pretty optimistic in that video that he shot. He did. I just uh, win that one report, but again, it might just be one doctor over like the actual like people who are professionals still that were looking over Biggie that could tell how severe it was. So again, I just went by if he doesn't Four wrestle again, it would suck. But I hope he does. Hey, thank you so much, Bezelbub420. Look at that. Look at the, the, the C4 spike. That, that could do what happened. And it was very scary. And the scariest thing for me is always, you know, you could tell immediately something was wrong. The match obviously changed pretty quick. Uh, and I also felt bad for Kofi. Like, hey, keep working this tag match on this fucking fake-ass fight show that we Poor do. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented. Thank you, all Langstein, for the hydrate. Let me get a sip of water. But you know what? Like, So as far as futures go, because wh- where's Xavier Woods? He's hurt too, isn't he? Yeah, he got hurt. Like I think it was a house show or it was a SmackDown where he tried to do one springboard from the bottom rope and he hurt his leg and or foot and he has been wrestled since. Hopefully he comes back soon. But yeah, Biggie's also hurt now. We don't know when he'll come back. But yeah, it's a sad day for right now. This so we don't co- know what we're doing with New Day for WrestleMania. It's a sad day for New Day. Is that what you're trying to do? Kofi doesn't have an opponent. Seth doesn't have an opponent. Clearly we run it back. The two world champions after WrestleMania 2019. Don't have dance partners just three years later. We're going to have a match. And the winner gets a title shot at SummerSlam, right? Yes, the winner gets a title match at SummerSlam with Cody. It's going to be triple threat at SummerSlam. Yeah, so everybody was really – so. and by the way, get well soon, Big E. That was terrifying. Yeah. I know he's going to hear this. He listens every week. So uh, with Raw last night, did people – was there rumors going around that Cody was going to come out? Because I did not believe that Cody was coming out. So when I tuned into my favorite Raw post show with Tyler Spida, with with Kevby Cool, and with Gino, and everyone's like, "No, Cody, this show sucks." That was my Tyler impression. I was like, "Wait, why? Why did did you guys think Cody was coming out? Did they say he was coming out?" We all were predicting it since we don't, we haven't heard anything from Cody. It was going to be in Jacksonville. It would have been a perfect time. We had the crowd were chanting Cody at one point when Seth was on screen. Yeah. So we were setting this up. And then the end of the show, we did get teases still. Seth's dreams are dashed. His dreams are becoming a nightmare. So we're teasing that it's Cody. But Cody just did not show up yet. So next week, Cody. Yeah, like Tyler in the chat, I enjoyed Raw for once. I thought Raw was fantastic. A three-hour Raw, it went really well. So, uh, Damian Priest was on it, but it was still pretty good. Like it was, uh, I thought it was probably, gosh, best Raw of the year, maybe the best Raw ever. And I loved the thread. I knew what the main event was, which is always a huge problem when I watch Raw. Like, what's what's last? Oh, Edge is coming out. Like, why didn't they tell me this throughout the entire night? Turn on. We're tonight on Monday Night Raw. Edge will challenge somebody for WrestleMania. Who will answer the challenge? Like, they tell you that every fucking commercial break. Not on this version of Monday Night Raw. I forget Rhea Ripley works there until the, she comes out. 
Yeah, sometimes you forget people are still there. They got to set up for their WrestleMania matches and you forget they're a part of in a triple threat tag team for some reason with she's team with someone she's never teamed with until this moment in time, Liv Morgan. They both wear black leather, Gino. It writes itself. Wrestling's very easy sometimes. I love this tag team. Your new favorite tag team, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. What do you call them? The the Touch Sisters? I don't know what we call them, but I don't know what. Just the thing that upsets me is we don't have Tamina with fucking uh what's face up Shasa, sasha and fucking uh glow we oh, need to have all of team you. bad together <laughs> that upsets you what about the touch? i want team bad reunion one more what's time. the live and ria team name what is their what's their thing is it uh is watch it, my brutality is it brutal touch like i'm excited this is there's got to be touch in there somewhere gino are you not it's touching when they're in the ring bru- how hot no, is wrong brutality it's all about brutality when they're in the ring. Do you watch Corey's YouTube show with, with uh, Carmella? I've been caught up to it now, yes. You watch it? Okay, is it yes. good? It's fine. It's a good WWE YouTube channel product. How long are the episodes? I think it's like 30 minutes. Good, good question. It's not I mean, too bad. They're like three, four right now. How long are the episodes? Suck Girls. Good name, Tyler. I love that. You know, you like the Suck Girls. I guess that's fine, but I, again, it has to be brutality and watch me. So I'm say it's watch my brutality. That's watch it. me touch brutality. I love it. Good idea. What an amazing time. You don't like them as a tag team? It's a weird team for some reason. It makes no sense. Oh, you know what made way more sense? Nikki, A.S.H., and Rhea Ripley. No, this makes it's sense. They're superheroes. It was Batman and Superman. These are two chicks that were so close to becoming the top stars here on Raw, and they just couldn't get it done. Now they see an opportunity for WrestleMania. Hey, if we just form a tag team and win some matches, we can get a title shot. Now I will complain that we are going to have another triple threat tag match. That involves Randy fucking Orton. What is happening? Isn't Randy Orton one of the biggest names in wrestling history? We get What's the best usage of, of Randy? Oh, triple threat tag match. That sounds awful. Yes, because we didn't want to pull the trigger when I was hoping for it last night. I was so hoping that we're just gonna have randy and riddle they're saying we have a shot we have wrestlemania right now we're gonna be at wrestlemania and i was gonna hope randy's gonna turn on riddle yeah gonna turn on randy it's gonna be one-on-one and they're gonna lose the tag titles tonight no we didn't pull the trigger on this festival french i was booking as well i was i was sitting there going okay randy's gonna beat up riddle and it's gonna be second time in wrestlemania or third time in wrestlemania history tag partner versus tag partner and then once the street profits came out i go well there goes that fucking idea and then i and then everyone was dressed to wrestle by the way so i bet the, the dark match after the show was phenomenal but no pun intended and i see randy orton and you know he's wearing his wrestling gear and i see uh, the street profits in their wrestling gear and i'm thinking pfft tag title match right now we're going to wrestlemania riddle and then they have a tag match and then riddle's the one who's like no randy well let's do this tag match and then let's not wait to mania let's do it tonight then randy turns on riddle they lose the belts we get to mania street profits versus gable and otis can't wait wrestlemania so we didn't get that but i agree uh i did see this it's kind of nice that randy's not just being forced into like a singles feud or something this is kind of different for him uh, so for us, Randy Orton stands out there. We should appreciate this WrestleMania. At least he's not being shoved into a Kane match. He's not being shoved into an AJ match. He's not being shoved into a Seth Rollins match. He's not being shoved into anything, Gino. You're right. He's not being shoved into a handicap match where he has to fight against two legends like Mick Foley and The Rock when he lied about being in a tag team match at WrestleMania because he was before. So I didn't understand what that promo was about. No, he said he'd never been in a tag team before. 
Which also uh, kind of didn't make sense. I attacked. <laughs> no, they were a faction. What? Read your dictionary, Gino. He was part of Rated RKO, though, which is what my argument was. I was like, you were in a tag team. You were in one of the greatest tag teams in the history of wrestling, Edge and Randy Orton. Uh, but, yeah, that wasn't a tag team match. That was a handicap tag. You know, different. If it was a video game, it would be a different match. So you'd have to go to a different area on the menu to handicap matches first. And then to handicap tag, tag on matches. Tag. Because it was a tornado. It was a tag on tag still. So technically involved tag. No, technically it was a handicap tag. I'm telling you, technically it was a handicap. Handicap tag. It was a two on three handicap tag team match, not a tag team match. Tag team matches are two on two. Pay attention. So yes, he didn't have a tag partner. Now he does. I'm so excited. Him and Riddle. This is the first. And then his first uh, tag match at WrestleMania is going to be a triple threat tag team. So he still hasn't had a two on two tag team match. He will never have a two on two tag team match. This is exciting, though. But, yeah, I was with you. I was like, when does Randy turn heel or when does Riddle turn heel? When does something happen to, to push this along? But it hasn't been a full year yet and clearly created. What's Omos going to do? What the hell is that about? I, Handicap match and he beats both of them. They better not put that on Mania. That would be dog shit. We really lost the, the thread on Apollo Crews, right? Remember he was one of the top heels on the show? Now yeah, he's the top mid-card heel. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll take it. I loved Apollo Crews last year's WrestleMania when he had that Nigerian drum fight. And honestly, Gino, that was the greatest Nigerian drum fight I've ever seen. Okay, one I don't of my remember favorites. seeing any one of them anywhere close to as good as that one. Is yeah, good. exactly. It was such an amazing Nigerian drum fight. I really enjoyed it. But also, technically, you know, it's just a hardcore match. Okay, I know that's how you think technically. I mean, technically, it's a street fight. Extreme rules. Uh, everybody, like, so WrestleMania is. We have two more Raws, right? I, like that's the way I yes. like that's the way my booking mind is working. Seth Rollins without an opponent. Omos no opponent. Uh, like, is there any other glaring, like, whoa, no opponent for Sheamus, no opponent for Kofi? Are we getting an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal somewhere? We probably will. We'll get that on Raw, and that's when Veer will come and he will win. Oh, we do need some Veer showing up. Where's Jinder Mahal? Did he get suplex on the outside of the ring and break his neck? No, I think Jinder's fine. He was working with the, the happy guys, and him and Shanky were happy guys, and they got beat the fuck up by Drew. That seems back then. Oh, that was, oh, that was last Friday. Yes. Okay, I didn't right. watch the whole episode. Once I saw the broken neck, and then the next thing I saw, like I knew it was going to happen. Oh, it was Johnny Knoxville. I was like, I got it. I know what you guys are doing. I, got, I saw the show. Okay, I got it. So, amazing show. Amazing SmackDown. I thought Raw was really good. I loved the teases of dashing Cody Rhodes and all that shit. Is, so, I don't know if he's coming for sure. And that's, that's what I like about it is I think there's a problem with wrestling fans when we just, well, obviously he's going to WWE. Like you said, we haven't seen him do anything. His wife's posting Roll Tide pictures constantly on Instagram. So uh, we know that they're okay. I don't know if he's just going to show up at Mania if it doesn't mean much. Again, it's weird to me because it's Cody is being teased a lot with more Davey than AEW. AEW seems to like try to brush him under the rug as much as they can. So it seems that they are done with him. But Davey's teasing it. On commentary, they're teasing it heavily at the end of the show for Seth. Almost, again, 
Trish tries shoehorning the American Nightmare, the dream. <laughs> Cody's coming, dashing his dreams away. That's such a – so I didn't even catch the nightmare thing. I did catch the dashing thing. I was like, oh, dashing, Cody Rhodes. Yes, uh, his dreams are dashed. I come from money. That guy should come back. Where's DiBiase at? So yeah, he, we need to be part of the DiBiase posse in 2022. Yeah, he dude, can you stop imagine? stealing from the church and stop stealing money. Can you imagine going to the SmackDown on Tuesday nights when they're taping it? And you get to hang out with Ted DiBiase in the parking lot first. That was awesome, Gino. Yes, he wasn't trying to steal money from people. That was a good Ted DiBiase. Road to WrestleMania, dude. I can't freaking wait for Mania. Uh, there's a lot of indie shows around the WrestleMania area. I think you were even trying. Did you tell me there's like 12 GCW shows? There are shows that GCW and other promotions along with them do called The Collective. Okay. So we have a whole bunch of shows they're doing. All right, because let me just let me look up indie wrestling Dallas WrestleMania weekend Kelsey Reagan, and I'll just see what comes up. Uh, but because there is so much happening, I looked at that GC. Oh, look at this. Wait, WrestleMania weekend 2022 full schedule. Is that just WWE, do you think? I would bet it's just WWE telling you, hey, here's where Raw's going to be, SmackDown, slash Hall of Fame, NXT. Let's look. Because it says GCW The Collective right here in the description. Yes. So That's maybe that gives me a little bit more of what I'm looking for. Because... Uh, I, I'm not going to WrestleMania. It's fucking $800. Yeah, that's too much for two nights. Yeah, I that's have no much. interest in paying that much money to go see wrestling. Like That's that's ridiculous to me. It's going to be more fun. There's no table nachos at AT&T Stadium. So, and I've been to a WrestleMania there, and it was fun, but I can't imagine. I went to a long fucking WrestleMania. I went to like when they were really experimenting with how long they can do these shows. Um, so here we go. Thursday, the fun begins, you know. At 11 a.m., am I going to go to this shit? I, I have I have a full-time job. My boss did say we could leave early if, I forget who we said, if, like, Big Show was there, we can go. But Big Show will not be there uh, at Glory Pro Wrestling Cemetery Gates. Are you sure that's not GCW? That is gonna. That is part of the collective. I'll, let me check the card for you if I can. Oh, I have, I have some of the card right here. I have, yes, I have some of the card. Matt Fitchett. And Davey Vega, you know Davey Vega, right? He won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 10. Interesting. I think I remember hearing about him once or twice, yeah. No, remo no remorse core, which is Davey Richards and Rocky Romero. Does Rocky Romero have a fucking tag team in every company that he's in? Is like, hey, I'm the – what What was that dumb tag? I'm Rapungi Vice when I hang out with Trent. Yes, Rapongi Vice, Rapongi 3K when he's with Show and Yo, which are no longer team. Oh, can you believe Show and Yo broke out? What's the point? What kind of booking is this? Is this WWE? New Japan has turned a lot in WWE, especially now with the Bullet Club Civil War. We're getting with follow with Bad Luck Fale now turning against his brothers. Oh, Bad Luck turned two? I didn't see yes, that. Yes, he's with the Bullet Club. Scheduled no to longer. appear is Brian Keith, Warhorse, Tootie Lynn. We know Tootie Lynn. Hell yeah. Allie Catch, one of your favorites. Jake something, one of my favorites. Janai Kai, is that how she pronounces it? Mike Outlaw and Dan the Dad. That sounds pretty awful. Um what do you are you gonna get that? It's part of the collective, Gino. Purchase options. Purchase options. I might check out because I think I did see on that car because when I checked the website earlier today, like a website that had it, Warhorse is fighting Josh Alexander. Oh my God. Something like that could be good because Warhorse is fine. He's a good wrestler. MLW's used to a couple times. Yeah, no. It's like Josh Alexander is great. 
He's fine, go. but yeah, it's, I mean, you watch. Is this on Velocity? You're gonna watch Velocity. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Eight is at three p.m. on Thursday. That's gonna be at Fair Park. Ooh, three p.m. I can't make it. That would be awesome to go to this one though. John Moxley versus Biff Busick. Dream match. Calling it for me. Dream match. I hated Oni Lorcan, but I love Biff Busick. I remember. One night, I don't know why, I was watching like Dijak matches, and he had a match against Biff Busick. I thought, why is Biff Busick kind of cool? He's obviously like, you know, he looks like a mini, he looks like Gilbert mixed with Stone Cold, which isn't good. And I don't know, the match was pretty kick ass. And then I went down to Biff Busick warm, wormhole. I think I saw him fight the cream in your coffee, David Starr. Like, I, I he fought a couple guys that I, you know, okay, this. Biff Busick was actually somebody before he went to the WWE. So love love this matchup. Uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Dickinson. That's a big Geno match if I've ever heard one. Uh, Josh Barnett versus Jonah. That's a Geno match if I've ever heard one. Johnny Nitro versus Simon Gotch. That's a Vince McMahon match if I've ever heard one. Alex Coughlin versus Slade. Masha Slamovich versus Janae Kai is working this show too. She's gonna. Janai Kai is doing really good work. She's working everything she can. Gosh, she's, yeah, left she's having a match three hours before this. And then your boy Ninja Mac, the greatest wrestler of all time, versus Yoya. Who's Yoya? Yoya is a really good, really young independent guy. I saw him a couple matches in GCW. It's so a guy. Be a fine match. Yeah, Yoya's good. Sweet. Okay, then AAA invades WrestleCon at the Fairmont. I don't know where that is. I know that I know this is all in Dallas, but for some reason it's still cool to like see. Holy shit, Fairmont, uh, Psycho Clown versus Black True. That sounds like a Geno match. Laredo Kid versus Bandito versus Flamita. That sounds like it sounds awesome slash terrible at the same time. Um, yeah, it's for the cruiserweight belt. We'll see what happens. Flamita, he was in Ring of Honor, right? I think Flamita's worked Ring of Honor a couple times. He's not bad. No, Bandito's none of them are bad. I mean, I'm just saying it's you yeah, know, whatever. Uh, no DQ, Pagano, Drago Kid, Jack Cartwheel. You know, I thought you were Jack Cartwheel. Are you wrestling at this thing? I am not wrestling at this thing. Jack Cartwheel is another one. There are too many cartwheels in wrestling. Sam Adonis, Gringo Loco, your favorite. Puma King. And is this like a six-man tag? It just has no DQ, so it's just a brawl. I would assume it's a trios, yeah. It's going to be fucking sick, Gino. I can't wait. It's going to be a six-man tag. Uh, and uh, whatever. NWA Tag Team Championships. Oh, yeah, Mecha Wolf. I forgot. They're the tag champs. Taking on Aerostar and Drago. That's a fun Mexican match. A lot of Mexican matches on this AAA card. Hamburguesa is going to be wrestling. The boy hamburger. Is that just cheeseburger? It could be the world-famous CB. Oh, this thing sucks. Okay, let's move to the next thing. So at the same time, this is at the same time. I don't even know where this is. This is in Fort Worth. Uh, Stephen Kirby, Gabe Wilder, Sam Stackhouse, who I know. Aaron Mercer, Corey O'Neill, Tommy Prince. Sam Beal's on this card against Simon Miller. Is that the Simon Miller from what culture? I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same Simon Miller. If he decided, you know, I'm going to be here, I'm going to do some wrestling dates too. Oh, this one sucks. Podcasters, this one sucked. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought up insane hardcore wrestling in Fort Worth at 5 p.m. Use the promo code Vlinis and Gino at the box office to get 10% off your entire ticket purchase order. Uh, iconic heroes wrestling excellence old school hustle that's two hours later in the same place what you gotta buy two tickets to watch both of those things it's at the same place just two hours later 
Probably so. Like they're gonna be quick matches setting up for this bigger show. Maybe this is the real main event for their show. Oh my god, Tim Storm's wrestling on that card, and he's the only person that I know on the card. Okay, don't go to that one, everybody. Stay away from the Ridgely Theater in Fort Worth. That's a bum out. Um, MLW Intimidation Games. Now I heard, you know, I got the scoop. Uh, MLW was not happy that people were running shows at the same time they were. Isn't that weird? Doesn't MLW, are they getting more and more insecure? Like, that's why they're signing these exclusive contracts. Like, they're trying to be an AEW or a WWE, and people aren't treating them like they're one. Yeah, I think they're just really scared because they realize, because also that same day, again, we're going to jump a little bit ahead at about 8 p.m. for you, we have Joey Janela's Spring Break 6 Part 1. So they're already realizing, oh, People are going to probably be ready for this bigger event than ours. So they will try to kids get all their talent here and be like, you can't kids. go anywhere else but here. Thank you for the on-fire spell, Kibby. But it's interesting. I would rather go to the MLW show rather than the Joey Janela one. Yeah, I like MLW's product more than GCW. I know that you just went to GCW, so and you love GCW. I think it's terrible. Poor it's, kids are just as bright and just as talented. Thank you, Beezlebub420, for the stay safe spell. Like I don't know if I wouldn't say terrible. I think it's just some of it's garbage. So I would like the main events. I'd like a few moments on it. And then guys would come out that I don't know that look like indie wrestlers. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented. Thank you, Ricardio, kids. for the hydrate spell. Uh, am I out of line, Gino? Do you do you think GCW is is good all the way through? Like even Tony Deppin? From the entire show that I went to, even though I did miss the first match because I was getting a drink and it, the line was too long at the time, but I was determined. <laughs> so I missed the AR Fox match, but the entire show I felt was a really good show. <laughs> the AR Fox, even man. the ACH Tony Deppin match, I was able to enjoy because I'm realizing Tony Deppin is really good. <laughs> <laughs> it took me this long to realize he's a really good heel, and I like him now. <laughs> It took so, me years to like. So MLW Intimidation Games, no matches are announced for that. That's also Thursday. Now, World Class Pro Wrestling. I've been to one of these shows. They're working with Reality of Wrestling, Booker T's thing. Don't mess with Texas Day 2. I don't know where Day 1 is. Um, this, do they have any matches booked announced for this? They don't have anything for this. Booker T is going to be at the show. Um, and then uh, Moonshine Mantel is going to be there. It looks like Katie Forbes. Is that RVD? I wouldn't be surprised if RVD is RVD going to be there. Maybe so. He might not wrestle, but he'll probably be there for them. So here's what I think the issue was: was like MLW is going to run Gillies at seven, and I don't know if it's going to be in a different part of Gillies, but that's when control control your narrative is at eight. So that's the issue that I heard that MLW was really pissed: was why are they running the same building as us? How is this going to work? They're not collaborating on anything. So I think Braun Strowman was telling somebody that. Uh, yeah, it's we're, we're getting heat for running the same venue as MLW, and uh, I don't know why. And MLW, it is just petty. Like, why? Who cares? You, every everyone's running shows at the same time. You're all taking advantage of WrestleMania, you pieces of shit. So I don't know. What do you True. think, Gino? I agree. Like, people shouldn't be so pissed off that we're gonna have different places already taking up venues. They probably did this ahead of time, not even asking other companies because you shouldn't have to. You're all trying to pick up the scraps like you're trying to, like any independent should, is go here to get as much exposure as you can to get people who be like, I'd rather see these guys who maybe I've heard of or seen even just gifts of and watch them instead of these no-names that I don't know anything about. 
Yeah. I'm not seeing this. Yeah, and it really is. Like we're we're watching the guys who aren't good enough to be at WrestleMania in a lot of ways. And I'm not saying that like I know you're you're nodding. Like I know a lot of these guys are really talented and really really good. RVD's gonna be at the show for for goodness sakes. NEC three and share like they're all these guys are redeemable, but I'm just saying to the outsider, like you're trying to draw in like people that are going to WrestleMania are not all like hardcore diehard wrestling fans. Otherwise, like how many people are going to be at Mania? Ninety thousand. Otherwise, these shows would sell out like immediately. But not all these shows even sell out. So we have this we have this really willful ignorance that oh well no they're coming to Dallas for us or I, I don't know it's it's all frustrating because they're everyone here is a moocher we're all mooching off of WWE. And stop stop being mad at it. If anything, you all need to get like WrestleCon. The idea was let's all band together. All the indie stars will be at one place, so all of the you know all the boys can have their merch tables and sell stuff, and the fans can come and meet us, and maybe they'll check us out later on. Now it's turned into no, I like I have a promotion. I'm running a show. No, I have a promotion. I'm running a show. No, I'm Joey Janela. I'm running a show. So also at the Fair Park at 8 p.m. we have John Moxley versus AJ Gray. So this is late. Isn't John Moxley wrestling Biff Busick, and then a couple hours later, he's gonna defend his title against AJ Gray, uh, Joey Janela versus X Pac, and then the GCW Ultra Violent Championship, Alex Colon, John Wayne Murdoch. What can you tell me, Gino, about John Wayne Murdoch? These two had an amazing hardcore, well, amazing just death match. One show where John Wayne Murdoch got. He had to get like doctor to like exit out. He couldn't continue, so we're finally getting a match where he's finally fully prepared to come back. But one other match that was added to this card, just want to bring this up, is oh. a triple threat tag team title match to part one. RK Bro, it's gonna, it's going to be not RK Bro, sadly. It's going to be the Hate Club, Nick Gage and Matt Tremont versus Second Gear Crew with Mancer and Matthew Justice and the Briscoes. Oh, all your favorites in one match. Look at you. So, see, GCW is made for you. Like, it's just you like all that. Put that in there. Matt Tremont, your favorite. Put them all in one match. You even knew who John Wayne Murdoch was. I did that as a bit. I was like, nobody knows who that is. So, Gino, I can't, I'm not going to this one, though, I don't think. So far, MLW is in the lead. And since it's in the same venue as Control Your Narrative, clearly I want to go see my friend EC3. Uh, and I'll ask him if he sees the logo. But th- this doesn't seem like a bad night of action. And there's more, Gino. Can you believe that? The Fairmont's pumping. Biff Busick versus Minoru Suzuki. My decision just got way harder. How do I not go see that? I don't know, man. That's thing. You're going to be able to finally see Suzuki live, something I wish I could do. An amazing moment because he's going to be doing a ton of matches this entire week that i'm just excited to watch one way or another wait how how are so you said the briscoes are wrestling at joey janela's thing at 8 p.m how are they then going to wrestle at 9 p.m against homicide and low-key i don't know that's thing we don't know how this is happening They're, they might have been pulled from that because they announced on part one it might be changed then to be on part two but from this graph that I see in part one, which is supposed to be that day, it's going to be the triple threat tag team titles for GCW. Bandito Mike so, Bailey. I know where I'm going. I'm going to, I got to see Bandito versus Mike Bailey. That's the match of the weekend. You already know that. Stop trying to pretend you care about hardcore nonsense. We need Mike Bailey. Well, Mike Bailey's also working places, man. So we got to see what Mike Bailey's doing. Maybe he's going to be booked an even better show with me, a better opponent. Ricky Morton's going to be there. I have to go. John and the Gresham's going to be there. I have to go. John Morrison. 
uh, Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show is looking pretty stacked. Is that Timothy Thatcher on the graphic? Yeah, Thatcher's probably going to be there. He's also going to be at Bloodsport. Onita's going to be there. Black Taru. We know what show we need to go to. Gosh, there's a lot of shows, dude. Look at this. Dark Arts Entertainment. Ghoul's Night Out. No matches announced for that. That sounds awesome. GCW Death Planet. That's at midnight. So there's a lot of shit. Akira. Is that? Who's Akira? Akira is a Japanese wrestler who comes here to America every now and again. He worked in GCW a couple of times. He's really good. Who am I thinking of? What was Jimmy Wang's Jimmy Wang Yang's name before he was Jimmy Wang Yang? Wasn't he Akira? Jimmy Yang. He might have been something with I don't remember his actual him and, name. Him and Jimmy another Yang. him and like Akio and Sakota, and they were like Jiri's Japanese henchmen. No, they were in I WWE. I don't remember his name in WWE before that. Oh, no, please yeah. tell me it was Akira. Jimmy or it might have been Akira. Jimmy Wang Yang. Uh, Which he's also going to be had a match tonight at the uh, that week. Oh, his yeah. Oh, Akio Gino. His name was Akio. Akio, Akio and Sakoda. They were amazing. You would have loved them. Um, they were one of my favorite tag teams when I was a kid. So JCW is going to be there, Gino. That's a big deal. Friday, April first. Now we're on Friday, eleven a.m. I have to go to work. Who are these for? These are for people who could get the entire week off. So, you know, they could request off ahead of time. Oh, they didn't go to Hawaii in February? So, yeah, they've had their free days still. JCW versus LA Fights. What's LA Fights? I think that's some other independent promotion I don't follow as much. As yeah, this looks I like shit. Stuff. That's why this, this is at 11 a.m.? All right, we can sleep through that. Uh, oh, the, the, the world-class pros running another. So this is day two. The other one must have been day one. They don't have matches announced either, but Booker T, Charlie Haas, the pretty boy Pitbull, Kenny King, Jacob Fatu, Gino Medina, uh, what's his name, uh, Enito Cable, Gino Medina, Tim Storm, uh, Sam Stackhouse, uh, Max Castellanos, Moonshine Martin. This is the show we need to go to, Gino. I got to take work off on Friday. Yeah, that's going to be a great show. There's a lot. This entire week's going to be full of amazing shows. You know what I'm excited for? WrestleMania night one. Uh, for the culture, is this the all-black card? Yes, this is the all-African-American card, which is going to be an amazing black. card. We get Wait, they're all from Africa? Makers. No. <laughs> okay, all-black card where we have the hitmakers making a big wrestling return since they were hit rope. Now they're hitmakers against Shane Taylor Promotions. Who's part of – so wait, is it a six-man? Is it a trio's? It's a tag team, but because uh, Swerve, I'm not sure if he's going to be there or if he has another match. Oh, there. no. It's a Shanti and, and, and Top Dollar? Yes. Oh, that's a bum out. Okay. But it's going to be Top Dollar and Shane Taylor, which might be a good pairing right there in the ring. Shane, and who's Shane's partner? Uh, e, what's his name? I forget his name again, but it's the other guy from. Yeah, it's going to be fucking sick. Production, but that's promotion. It's going to be fucking sick, Gino. Two Cold Scorpio, Brian Keith. I don't I don't really know this. AJ Gray, I know him. Um, that sounds fun. They did have an all an all black card recently, though. That's what's funny is they did one. Re- I was in Hawaii when it happened, and it was pretty stacked. JTG was on the card. Uh, Which he also is going to be on this card, too, against Rich Swan. What? That, why is it on this it. paper? They just announced it today. AJ I Gray have to go announced. to that. Rich Swan's my favorite. 
Yes, and uh, Darius Lockhart's going to be there. NWA's Darius Lockhart. I don't know who that is. I don't watch NWA anymore. Ever Who's since I watched Chris Adonis walk out into an empty room, I was like, <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. This shit sucks. I got you. GCW for the culture three. Is that what that is? That's for the culture? Okay, so yeah, it's, it's a, for the culture. The GCW. BFAB's hot, you know. What are your thoughts on that? I do like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Brianna Brandy. Be, yeah, th- it should be Brianna Touch Me. Is that a name? It could be another name she could go by. We don't know. I'm down. There's still more cards to go through, which are amazing this entire week of WrestleMania. Well, what's next for Brianna Brandy? We never really broke it down. Like, clearly, she's amazing. What is next for her, Gino? Besides for the culture, do you see her landing in an All Elite Wrestling or an Impact Wrestling or like a Major League Wrestling or potentially, hold on, like a Game Changer Wrestling? Maybe even a New Japan professional wrestling. Yes, the first ever big major woman signing for New Japan Pro Wrestling is Brianna Brandy. Yeah, she's hot. Yes, who knows? That would be the big game changer for New Japan. These guys are saying she's ugly in the chat like they've never gotten a boner before. Zicky Dice is Trouble in Paradise 2. That's at 1 p.m. Uh, what's it, nothing? There's no matches listed here, Gino. Give us the rundown. Is Zicky finally getting his one-on-one match with Edge? I don't know if he's ever get that one-on-one match with Edge. I think he's gonna get a one-on-one rematch against Evil Una, which is gonna be an amazing contest like he had at Outlandish Paradise One. Sweet. Okay, MLW Azteca Underground, 2 p.m. Those are always fun. It's got Cesar Duran. It's got Micro Man on there. Sure, more matches to come. I'm sure uh, Mil Muertes will be involved. Zello Pro, no matches announced for that. It does say Jordan Grace, Chelsea Green, Hornswoggle, Camille. Uh, so check out that show if you want. It seems like every show at this Ridgely Theater is just like, ugh, why are they booking this? Now, finally, I was wondering, like, does NJPW have a thing? Are they taking the weekend off? Uh, they have a show. They have Dickinson versus Ishii, and they have Jay White versus Mike Bailey, Gino. Yeah, it's going to be great, and I do like the Ishii versus Dickinson because I just love Ishii. Ishii is one of my favorites. And then uh, at 7 p.m. Friday night at Guava Mania 2. That'll be fun. I don't know who either one of those guys are. Texas-style wrestling. That's in Addison. That's actually really close to where I live. Rodney Mack, Jazz, uh, Molina, Selena De La Renta. The OMGs, they're pretty cool. Man, that's a bum out, too. It's Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor 2022. So they're still doing this, and it's at the coldest Colwell Center, which is where AEW runs their shows when they're here in Dallas. So, And that's in Garland. Poor it's not kids are close. just as bright and just Thank as you so much, Tyler Spider, for the hydrate. So, Gino, what's the deal? Is this still for sure happening? Are we getting Briscoes versus TBD? That's FTR, right? It, I really hope it's FTR. We still have not had any form of concrete information what we're doing. Even Deanna spoke, I think, to somebody at Fightful about, hey, I would love to do this. They haven't asked me yet, but if they told me I could work Supercard of Honor, I definitely will. And her whole big thing is she still wants to work Brit. So who knows if we even will get the ROH title on the line in Bring of Honor Supercard. We will need to find out hopefully in the coming weeks because we're only two weeks away. Well, and this is at yeah in the chat. People are thinking that uh, like Tony's booking this thing is what I would assume. I mean, he owns the company now. It's not like it's it, it's this isn't like you know kayfabe. Hey, you know what? You get the book for one more show, kid. You go out on your you go out on your own dime. Uh, so we'll see. I think that uh, Gresham Bandito, 
that'll be fun because it's like you know this is it this finally is who the real champion is the real champion of the company that died uh but then the real main event alexane versus swerve uh real main event for me 630 splashes all around everybody uh i might go to that that sounds better than some of the other stuff we've read gringo locos the world on lucha never mind i'm going to this there we go john it's got tony deppin versus psychosis a dream match that i've always had it's got pagano versus sadika uh johnny caballero which you know that's johnny mundo formerly known as johnny nitro john hennigan johnny superstar uh that seems all right i don't know i was, I was hoping it was a little more stacked this isn't very stacked yeah, we're hopefully gonna find out next week what gringo is gonna do because i need to know what base god's doing it's gonna be amazing tfw all pro no matches announced that's in grand prairie that's not it's not too far. SmackDown. That's at American Airlines. Nothing's announced for that because why would of it? Of course. Be? Why would they? Why do would that? they? Why would they want us to know what the go home show? Yeah. Is the be? fuck. Why not put Brock Lesnar versus Roman on SmackDown? That way, no one will go to No Peace Underground, X Fear City Murder Mania. Why? Thank you so much, Fat Mark, for the subscription. Uh, no Peace Underground, Fear City Mania, Murder Mania. That's got Pero versus Ty. Come on. Okay, that sucks. Um. Pero's not bad. Against Taya Valkyrie? That could be good. I like Taya and her. Him. They could have a really good mix. You just don't like intergender wrestling. I don't no, I don't. I Sometimes I do, but not, not when it's Pero who weighs 300 pounds. Yeah, it pounds. should be probably Chris Dickinson versus Taya Valkyrie. No, Pero, I, if I were Pero, I'd give her a spinning back elbow and then pin her. That would be the fastest match ever at No Peace Underground Championships. Martinez. Oh, I know Martinez entertained. I follow them on Facebook. Ultimo Dragon's going to be there. I don't know if he's wrestling, though. That's kind of the issue when you like these these little ones. They say Ultimo Dragon, and they put him all big on the poster, and then he's just there shaking hands. Like It's not like yeah. he's going to work a match. Plus, when I want to watch him work a match. Impact Wrestling, 9 p.m. Impact Wrestling. Do you like when they chant that, Gino? Isn't it sound so lame? It does sound lame, but it's the only thing we can really do, it feels like, to really show the support for this company that we want to keep alive. What do you mean keep alive? It's doing well. You think it's dying? There are people that keep, again, there's that people have that stigma that impact's bad and impact is dead. So no. like it's us just trying to keep it in the limelight to people realize that impact is great. Impact's doing probably the best it's done since, like, it's biggest highs of years just because they wrestle in a garage doesn't mean it's going anywhere they need to get out of the garage you know that's the biggest issue is where they wrestle sucks they need and a day it's gonna be a garage they need a daily's place they need something that just looks better because well, the when you're watching it it does look like there's no people there it looks like nobody gives a shit you can hear the crowd josh alexander's trying to cut a promo like i'm back here in impact wrestling for all of you, and like you can hear clear as day an audience member going, Yeah, we love you, Josh. You're the best. And then Josh is like, You know, I was at home, which is close to Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Woo! Like, and there was drunk dudes in Kentucky, loud as fuck, being yeah. able to just talk with Josh Alexander. And I know Scott tomorrow is like, They're gonna, you can hear them all. Just keep cut, go through your promo, go through your promo, go through your promo. Because if I'm a wrestler, I'm going, What the fuck? Shut up. This is a serious moment for me, you fucking piece of shit. You're not the star. Same problem with NWA when there's like oh, there's one set of bleachers with fans there, and Tim Storm is talking to some guys like, "Yeah, we love you, Timmy," like because you know you're gonna be heard. So it just yep. it's very hard to watch. So yes, after that little rant, Gino, they need to get out of the garage. 
And are they going to be at a garage here in Texas? That's gonna, the question. Worse. Like they're going to be at the Fairmont Hotel. So Moose is going to be on that card. Didn't they have some matches announced? I didn't. They're not listed here, but I know they got some I stuff announced. I don't know if uh, which one was it. Uh, the multiverse. I don't know if that's going to be in the same place or not. That's that's what this is. That is the multiverse show? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're supposed to have the Briscoes, Good Brothers, and Jay White and Edwards, right? No, it's uh, someone else. What is it? Let me check. Dude, Eddie Edwards sucks, by the way. That promo <laughs> that he cut. <laughs> Impact last week was it was good. For no, it was aw- the show was awesome. I, I wouldn't say it was good. I think Impact every week, it, it, it's it's the opposite of Raw and SmackDown. And I say this all the time where it's because it's, it's Impact. But I go in with these expectations of, oh, my gosh, like it's Impact. They're wrestling in somebody's garage. And then the show is amazing. It's like it's the weirdest thing. The show is so fucking good. You can't stop it. And then the show's over. And you're like, oh, my God, it's over. Like, it seems like it should be way longer. And then with Raw, you're like, come on, Raw. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? All right. So, yeah, it's Eddie versus Ishii, actually. It's going to be Noah versus New Japan. And we have Jay White versus Chris Saban because we had Alex Shelley earlier. Thank you so much. And we're going to the club this week. Thank you, Jared Camacho, for the stay safe spell. Yeah, Deanna's going to defend her title at this show, so she yes. will not be at Supercard of Honor. The champ, champ, champ. Yeah, she could do both because, like, it's not too far. It's not too many hours. She can go back and forth, I'm sure. Where, where, this is at the Fairmont? And yeah, the other show's in Garland, dude. Garland's not that close. Um, Who knows? But maybe, yes. yeah. Maybe if she wrestles at Garland, maybe she's the opening match at the Garland the opening show. match Garland comes. Yeah, yeah, and then she's, like, the last match here. Uh, and I'm sure all the wrestlers have figured out how they're going to do it and how long they're, it, it, she could have a two minute match and then just jet on over. It's really yeah. not going to be that difficult. Uh, Jay White Sabin. Yeah. Good brothers versus Briscoes. I mean, this is pretty fun already. There's going to be an ultimate X match, which I love. So I don't know. That seems like a good idea. Maybe and then they're going to have their whole like alternate universe stuff. The IPWF, I think is all supposed oh, to be Oh, I did happening. hear that. I don't want to see that. Yes. Um, more Matt, there's more outlandish stuff. I don't know what that, why that's listed again. Saturday uh, in the park. Think it was the Fourth of July. Did they get songs? You know, that was a good song. That was a Glass. good song, wasn't it? Chris Dickinson, Matt Cardona, the Gino main event of the year. Yes, this is at midnight, so this is like turning. This is Saturday, like the first thing you get to this thing. This might be fun to go to, actually. Yeah, again, you're gonna have Maven. You're gonna have fucking uh, the Ma- dude I just said. Uh, uh, what's his name? Did you say fucking Maven? Jimmy Wang Yang. Maven and Jimmy Wang Yang are gonna be there right, on well, uh, part two. That sounds terrible, Gino. I know you said that like it was fun, but I don't want to watch Maven wrestle. You don't want to watch two great WWE legends. Was Maven like, a great legend? Like, let's talk about Maven for an hour because he did win the first Tough Enough, and he had a lot of legendary. He had a lot of charisma, and I think he had a lot of things going his way. They had that spot where he eliminated the Undertaker, which was you got a huge reaction, and we kind of knew they were going to do something with that, but they really didn't. I think he won the hardcore title at WrestleMania 18. So how do you capitalize on eliminating the Undertaker 24-7 championship at WrestleMania? And I don't think he leaves with the belt either. So it's not like that really that really helped. And then I know he took some time off. I don't know if he had injuries or whatever, but he came back in 04 and he was super jacked. So, you know, I don't know what uh, – I think he was on the Scott Steiner program. And Poor kids are just as bright and just as Thank you, Beezlebub420, for the stay safe spell. And I don't know. I, I look at his career in WWE as it ended abruptly. I guess he had some some substance abuse issues. And 
do, like, what's your favorite? Does he have like a match where people did it pay off? Did did tough enough work for Maven? I I feel it worked for Maven for him to become a household name like he is today. <laughs> Maven is a name you always remember because the first tough enough thanks damn TV. Yeah, but we'll remember it because we're wrestling fans, and like you're you're even a retrospective Maven fan. Like I watched the first season of tough enough. It was like a big deal to have WWF on MTV. And we all thought this is like the future WWF is going to be on MTV. And as a kid, you think that's a big deal. Meanwhile, USA is way bigger than MTV. And I, I was just, yeah, it was, I remember really thinking, okay, this Maven guy is going to be huge. And he won the show. And I, I've I forgot Josh Matthews was on there. Like that's funny. There's guys on there that you you know you see Josh Matthews later. I remember Nydia being on there, and I don't know. You kind of expected the winner of that show would have like a Johnny Nitro career. Like Johnny Nitro is still wrestling, and he was a tough enough guy. And Maven went from winning season one to what was the biggest thing like he had an intercontinental title match he had a wwe title match or a world heavyweight title match against triple h but that was only because his survivor series team won and eric bischoff took a month off and on bite this eric bischoff said he's gonna sit in my ties on a beach for a month so he's gonna let the superstars run hey, i'm gonna let the inmates run the asylum so then jericho had his limbo a go-go baby and Edge, since Randy Orton couldn't challenge for the title, he had a battle royal, which Edge and Benoit... Gino, you remember all this. Come on. Yes, I did watch some of this stuff back, and it was entertaining some of this stuff. So, again, Maven became a household name thanks to Tough Enough Season 1. That's why he's still talked about to this day. That's why he and Jimmy Wang are going to be here at Spring Break 6 Part 2, where we also will have Biff Busick fighting Tony Deppin and Effie fighting Minoru Suzuki. Don't you wish you were me, the king of energy. Remember when Fozzie was like a heel thing? Jericho singing was like a joke. And then that song came out for like stack or two. And everybody was like, this song's awesome. And it was Jericho. And then he sang it on Raw when he was the general manager during the Chris Jericho limbo, a go-go baby. Yeah. And then we, it was weird. And then Jericho wanted to somehow again steer away himself from his character and made the whole moon goose mcqueen yeah that was that was a fun time when he, he, he they didn't want to be the rest he still has that issue to this day where he doesn't like when people say oh they're that band with the wrestler in it like he hates that and meanwhile all of his fans are fans of wrestling so i don't know why he like pretends that's a bad thing because we're all watching raw going don't you wish you were me Gino, that was 16 years ago, and I remember it like 18 years ago, and I remember it like it was last night. I, that was a great Raw. 04 Raw, Gino, me watching it live and recording it on my VHS because I needed a rewatch. Don't you wish you were me, the king of energy. Stacker 2, YJ Stinger, feel the sting. Yeah, Gino? Yeah, Stagger 2 was great. We also had Gastrol GTX at the time. We had drive hard. sponsors back in the day. Gastrol GTX, drive hard. Time for the lugs, boot of the week. Yes, lugs. All right, so GCW, which has none of those sponsors, by the way. Uh, who's who's their big sponsor? Do they have direct PBR. auto insurance? Oh, I love PBR. And by love, I mean when it's available and it's the only thing, I'll take it. Um, okay, I'll go have a PBR with Matt Cardona at midnight. That sounds fun. 
Matt Car- is this the for the belt? I it's not for the belt because the belt John Moxley has, even though he's a loser, doesn't go to every show like Matt Cardona does. So again, John Moxley doesn't care about the people like Matt Cardona. So we realize John Moxley is just a loser champion who should lose that title to AJ Gray in night one. Well, Joey, so okay, now I know the storyline. Can't wait for the follow up. Impact Provisional Wrestling Federation is also at midnight. So maybe that's what they're trying to do is these guys are running like multiple shows, holding the venue for a long time. Stand and delivers at 11 a.m., which I think is a great idea um, to have just WWE should just try and own the whole fucking weekend. Uh, but they're, you know, they're, they're kind of doing it. Uh, so Impact Provisional Wrestling, that's kind of fun and cute, but I don't, I'm don't, i not interested. Yeah, you don't in like Southpaw gimmicky stuff. So nah, yeah, I'm not into that. Uh, world-class pro wrestling and reality of wrestling in the Sherry Martell's Women's Classic. Uh, I would actually – Kelsey Reagan. I'm going to this. I love Kelsey Reagan. I love uh, Jordan Blue. Uh, where is the, is the Indian chick on here, the Native American chick? I don't see her on here. I know Danny B from OKC. I follow her on Twitter now. AQA. She's Booker T's. Uh, this will be fun. You want to go, Gino? I wish I was in Texas so I can go to some of these great events. I actually might be not in town on Saturday. Don't you wish you were me. So, WrestleCon, USA versus the world, which it seems like that every day. Lately, it's USA versus USA. We have a bunch of Liv Todds, you know, and we're trying to take them out every single fucking day. Uh, we got Effie working. This. Oh, this is the Big Gay Brunch. I scrolled past the WrestleCon stuff. Effie's Big Gay Brunch. He's fighting Pimpinella Escalarta. She is from Lucha Underground. And Triple H. She's been wrestling for so many years. That's thing. And this is 10 hours after he's going to beat the hell out of Suzuki. And he's going to kill Suzuki. And he's going to kill Pimpinella. He's just going to be the greatest of all time beating up these 50-year-old wrestlers. Where's uh, Jake Atlas? He's not on this card or what? I don't know why Jake Atlas isn't here. He's, I don't know if his. I think he's still hurt from that one spot in AEW. Rampage debut match. Oh, that's a bum out. I didn't know he was hurt. Um, Texas Mania 3, River City Wrestling. This is in Arlington. Bloodhunter better be there. No names are listed for that. Turning Point Turmoil Rough House. That sounds awesome. That's in Bedford. That's not too far. Gino, there's a lot of wrestling, okay? Bangers only. Mission Pro. Isn't that Thunder Rosa? I believe that is uh, Rosa promotion's Mission Pro Wrestling. And this is the one where she's like really fucking annoyed that people yes. are also trying to book Marty Bell. Marty Bell's my talent for the weekend. If you want her, you got to fucking pay up chingon. That's what she was saying to everybody. Yes. All these people are her talent that she's bringing her on her dime. This might be fun, too. I don't know why so far the women's ones stick out like that on, on at least on Saturday. Like I'd rather go instead of Effie's big gay brunch. I would rather go to the Sherry Martell classic. You wouldn't want to see Pippin yet live for your first time ever. Why? Do you know, I'm a cisgendered white guy who constantly has to talk about how this trans stuff is kind of weird. And you want me to go see Pippin Yella? <laughs> Do you think the match is going to be good? I think Effie's going to be able to put on a four-star class with Pippin. You'd rather watch. See, you just don't like women's wrestling. The more we talk about it, you just do not enjoy women's wrestling. You'd rather there watch are some a, women's wrestling. You would rather like watch a man dressed as a woman instead of a whole card of Kelsey Reagan. I would have liked if it was a whole tournament of women's wrestling like we had in TV. It is. The like, Sherry Martell. That's a tournament. It's a whole tournament. Oh. And you don't want to watch it. You'd rather watch Pimpinella and Effie. If it is a whole like ground-based tournament, I wouldn't mind it, even though Thunder's probably going to put herself over. 
Thunder's not at the Sherry Martell. Oh, it's not the Thunder. Oh okay, Never mind. Show. He just turns out. I'm he confused. just When we talk women's wrestling, his brain turns off. He wants to watch the gay wrestling. <laughs> he doesn't want to watch the women go at it. So we'll scroll past the women, Gino, just for you. No, we'll, we could discuss the women. Who we'll, else is going to we'll be scroll past, we there? We'll scroll past a couple of these other shows where there's no names booked, which is kind of weird. Know. Subject to change. Because I don't know what this, like, you know, I'm on voicesofwrestling.com. I've never been on this site in my life. But it does seem, you know, if like if this site has all the stuff and it was SEO optimized and it pulled up first, you should make sure your shit's all listed on here. At yeah, least. up to date. You should be keeping track of every single tweet from every single promotion. Be like, okay, here's one match just got added, but they don't. Wow. So, okay. Well, WrestleMania starts at, at 8 p.m. That's East Coast time. So 7 p.m. That seems late. Yeah, which would make sense since they have stand and deliver at 12 Eastern. So, yeah, it gives them enough time for people to go. A lot of time. That's stand like. Stand and deliver to WrestleMania. Give them four hours to get from Arlington. For the pre show. Like, whenever the. The same with the doors open is just saying, oh, this is the start time. So, you don't know when Yeah, the it doesn't open. show on the door. So, you probably will be waiting outside for a long time. And, yeah, stand and deliver is in, da- is in Dallas proper. And uh, AT&T Stadium isn't really in Dallas. It's in Arlington. Yeah, the place that everyone says Dallas, and they hate that they call themselves Dallas, even though when the mainstream calls it Dallas. Yeah, it's Dallas. It's like a small little city that's not Dallas. Fort Worth really does get like, no, we're Fort Worth. It's like no other town. You can't say Dallas. Yeah, no other town does that. Like people in Anaheim don't go, don't call us L.A. Like, no, it's all fine. Who gives a shit? L.A. is the big city. Dallas is the big city. It's like people in Alpharetta going, no, it's not Atlanta. So, okay. I get it, Gino. WrestleMania then happens, and then, wow, people are running at the same time as Mania. Can you believe that? Yeah, we get shows running at the same time as Mania because people might not be able to go to Mania because they don't want to spend $800 on two nights. Hey, good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like if you're in town and you want to see just all this wrestling, you can watch Mania on Peacock whenever. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter. So why not go to Lucha Maniacs? Why not go to... Texas Mania 3 Inspire Pro where Davey Richards is taking on Great Scott. That sounds awful. Uh, and then Texas Mania 3, they got some stuff after Mania with Chris Bay. That sounds good. Uh, that's about it, though. All this other shit kind of looks like it sucks. It seems like it seems like Thursday and Friday people are going horde. Like, people are really like, no, we need to take advantage. Because I'm shocked that after WrestleMania, like at least night one, that there isn't Go on, catch the buzz, feel the Thank sting. You, uh, sexy pastor or <laughs> sexy pastor, six pastor, sexy. Thank you. Um, I, I am a little surprised. Don't you think that would have been the obvious? Like when WrestleMania is over, rush over here. I wouldn't be surprised. There's gonna be like some pop up stuff. Like there normally can be uh, what's called a gato move type stuff. Something that just pops up. Be like, oh, come here now. Like middle of the street. Well, and I don't see VIP Pro Wrestling, so maybe there is some stuff that is missing on this list. Like, there are local promotions. Like, World Class, obviously, is a local promotion, but there's a lot of these other ones where I know. And I know when I went to that WrestleMania, there was the issue of it ran long. It just would not end. We were wondering when WrestleMania was going to end, and then The Rock came out, and I was like, when is this shit going to end? And then there was an Andre the Giant Battle Royal that Baron Corbin won, and I'm like, when is this shit going to end? And then Roman and Triple H came out, and we were all watching it, like, who's going to save this match? Who's going to save this match? What's going to happen? Something interesting better happen. This is not good. And then Roman Roman won. So, yep. yeah. And I remember leaving, like, I thought it was a great match. I thought it was a great night. There were people walking in there going, fucking, why did Triple H have to lose? I'm like, what? 
Like people were really offended by that main event. Like people thought there would be somebody coming in to do something to mix it up. And that was the WrestleMania that had a roadblock. We thought Dean Ambrose was going to win the belt on the road. We thought <laughs> they set up Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar. And then Brock just kind of thought, nah, I'll fight Dean instead. Um, interesting. So uh, that seems like the weekend, Gino. Because uh, on Sunday we got uh, War Ho- or the War Horsemen, your favorite tag team, J.D. Drake and somebody else. Um, a lot of this Texas Mania stuff, is that just – are they – Whatever they don't have a name for, they're just calling it Texas Mania or what? Maybe. I have no idea. And there's no, like, you could also check convention stuff, too. But that's a whole other can of worms we can go through if we wanted to. But, yeah, all these wrestling events, I think that might be all we got. And then you can get all of GCW The Collective for $140. All 12 of their shows throughout the entire weekend for $140. I mean, that's not a terrible deal. Some of the cards obviously didn't look very exciting to me. But if you're a GCW fan, that's, what, 12 bucks a show? I mean, that's probably right up your alley. Yeah, good way to support them. Good way to support all of these promotions because it's not just GCW. You get Glory Pro. You get LA Fights, JCW. You have Mission Pro. You have a whole bunch of other indies that you get to find out. These new people you probably never heard of. Don't you wish you were me, the king of energy. Don't you wish you were me. Stacker 2, YJ Stinger, feel the sting. Yeah? Hell yeah. We All right. Advertisement like this again. Before we go, Gino, you went to GCW. You left the house. Before this event, when was the last time you left the house? It was when I worked at Chipotle. Man, no shit. Just, you hadn't yeah. left the house in that long? Yeah, I just have been so depressed. I just didn't want to get out of this place. You, you, yeah, you were so depressed. You thought, I'll stay in the place I'm depressed in. Make, like, that's, I think that's the, that's the problem, Gino. Your comfort zone is your prison. So, okay, amazing. You got to leave the house. Quigley set you up with an Uber. Did he regret it after they implemented the fuel surcharge? He did not regret it because we wanted to make sure this event happened. We even had to have Ayako get in because his car kept on getting to cloud for some reason. So we had like get an extra to help us with this assistance of the cash to get to Uber because we got the ticket already for this amazing GCW astronaut event. Yeah, so it was called Astronaut, which I kind of love that GCW just – when they give their card a name, they run with that theme. Like they make sure the graphics are all – like, oh, this is an astronaut theme. And, like, why? Doesn't fucking matter. Astronaut theme. Get on it. Like, I kind of love that they do that. I think that's actually a pretty clever idea. Because um, WWE, like, I remember when I was younger, if it was Judgment Day, the show would open with, like, a 10-minute video of, like, who are you to be judged? Like, it was like, whoa, what is this creepy-ass video? Then it was, like, a noose and shit. And then Booker T's like, I went from SmackDown. I went from Raw as a superstar to SmackDown is a mega star. What a great promo. You need to watch more 2004, Gino. And there would be or these earlier stuff with like Freddie Blassie doing the voiceover. I could people. still hear the echoes of the people calling my name. Amazing stuff with Freddie Blassie. Uh, even more amazing stuff, though, when they did like Bad Blood. There was the creepy voice for that. I just like creepy voices at the beginning of my pay per views. Uh, and like I love Impact had that great voice actor who even did stuff for their regular weekly show from time to time. Tonight. That guy, the Transformer guy. 
Yes, the Transformer guy that had those weird promos where if you listen backwards, it's like Vince, Fierce, Jeff, Jared. Tonight, two men will enter a structure so demonic they will never leave the same. And even in the beginning when they were like, TNA Wrestling, cross the line. It's fucking scary. Amazing voice. Wrestling is scary. I'm not a fan anymore. Let's Let's talk about something else. Gino Basketball. No. Uh, so you missed AR Fox defeating Nick Wayne. You were getting a soda. What kind of soda were you? Are you getting a beverage? You said I was getting a rum and coke. Hell yeah. I got a rum and coke. He's on Quigley's dime. He's on Ayako's dime. Rum and cokes. Fucking rubbing fingers together. This sounds awesome. First of all, how was the Uber? The Uber actually went up pretty well. Again, it was a nice ride. It took me about an hour, so it was like a nice, little bit less than an hour. So, like, nice, quiet ride. Dude wasn't asked me to any questions. It was just a nice ride there and back. Does that bother you? when they, like, I, I, I know you've been in Ubers before. Do you not want to talk to the people? Sometimes it depends on the person. Normally, I'm just like, hey, I know I'm paying you for this ride. I'm going to get it done out of the way. This is technically a job for you, so I know you don't want to talk unless you absolutely need some form of communication. We view things so differently. I've been an Uber driver, and or a Lyft driver at least. And yeah, I'm, if they want to talk, I'm talking, Gino. I know that if we're having a conversation, it's like you and me right here. Conversation. Hey, where are you going tonight? Oh, I'm going to GCW. No shit. I love wrestling. You want to listen to my podcast where I talk to Gino? Like that's I would do that immediately. So uh, yeah, you looked at it like this fucking guy is just doing his fucking job. So you fucking talk to me. I don't want to fucking talk to you, you motherfucker. Everyone's just in it for themselves. Fuck this. Get me to get me to Atlanta. You piece of shit. That was your thoughts in your head. Not entirely. My thoughts was just, I'm doing this. I want to get this out of the way. I know <laughs> this is you doing your job. I want to be nice, respectful. So if you want to talk, I'll talk, but I don't need to. Isn't it part of the fun? You're in a car ride. Someone else is driving you. You're like Miss Daisy, and he's like Morgan Freeman. And like, that's so fun. You 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 should be having fun in the Uber. It's part of it. Sometimes it's part of it. But to me, I'm just like, I'm just hyped for this event. I'm just wanting to keep it to myself and just be ready for when I get to be part of the crowd later on that night. All right. Okay, so yeah, the anticipation was so much. You hadn't been out of the house in months. You were like, this fucking guy, if he tries to talk to me and ask me where I'm going, if he tries to talk to me about wrestling, if he tries to ask me about my new hat, if he tries to ask me about Juggalos, I would be fucking pissed. Okay, I'm with you now. So you missed the first one. You were getting a rum and coke. Did you tip the bartender? I sadly was not able to tip the bartender. Didn't have too much money to spend. Okay. So that little bit, I could give it to you. Where'd you get the money? Did you like do plasma or did you sell? I've got some money thanks to some work. I've Thanks to finally my state refund from last year finally came. It took all this time. So I finally had some money from that that I was able to What's utilize. a state? Oh, you like Atlanta? A state Atlanta, refund. Georgia, yeah. yeah. You get a tax refund from Georgia. Okay. Yeah. So you got it. You got this Uncle Sam hooked you up, gave you some cash, uh, and you were like, wrestling. So how much was the rum and coke? Five bucks? It was about eight dollars. Good God, there better be good rum and great Coke. So, uh, yeah, no tip on that. You're like, fuck you, lady. Yeah, that's not, too much. Not tipping you, you piece of shit. Yeah, all you did was pour it into a glass. I'm a now. I'm on your side, you know. It was no, a plastic cup. It was plastic. Yeah, you don't get a tip. A little small plastic. At least get me a glass, you piece of shit. Was it a female bartender? 
There was a female bartender oh, and a male Chino, bartender. She only two, kids. and it, that's why there was like two lines. Was so fucking long. Like, she's probably got kids and shit, and she just hopes she gets tipped, and you didn't tip her. You're like, ah, oh, fucking, I got, I got twenty dollars from the government. Okay, Gringo Loco defeated Ninja Max. So, all right, I could just imagine you now. You're waiting in line. You're pissed off. You want your rum and coke. The government gave you the money that they took from you the year before, but you're okay with it because you vote blue. And then you finally get to your seat. And you're like, Gringo Loco. What's his song like? His song is, uh, what's his name? Walk Flock of Flames. Uh, what's it called? How does it Not go? Walk, he, he does, uh, he does has Drake. Uh, I'm too sexy. That's a Drake. Okay. Walk Flock is uh, AJ Gray's song. How does it go? What, how does it sound? The whole I'm too sexy. I forget what the fuck it is. It's Drake's song with uh, Future and what's his face. Do you know so, how it goes? Can you just sing it? I don't remember what how it goes, oh, okay. actually. Don't you wish you were me. I think that's Gringo's new song. He defeated Ninja Mac. This was your match of the night. You were so excited for this. How did it go? Did it live up to all expectations? Was it as good as Rock Austin? No, I don't think it was as good as Rock Austin. Okay. I don't think it was good as Rock Hogan because I don't think any match will ever be as good as Rock Hogan. Do you think it was as crap. you think it was as good as RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy versus Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens? Now you know I do feel it was as good as that match. All right, because... well, hey, Jimmy Smith told me that was the greatest match in Raw history. <laughs> yes, maybe he's wrong about that because he doesn't remember Shawn Michaels, John Cena, but that's okay. Well, he also doesn't remember Triple H versus Eugene. We'll throw that out That's there. another classic. Or Triple H yeah, versus Triple H Jericho. Triple H Benoit Iron Man match. Triple H Maven, as we talked about earlier. Uh, every I don't know why I just like naming Triple H matches for the greatest <laughs> match. I don't know why it makes me laugh. Is there any possibility Triple H has the greatest match in Raw history? I don't believe it's true because Shawn Michaels John Cena happened. Him and Shawn had a great match in December. I think it was in San Antonio as well. That Cena uh, match was good too, and it, and it was shocking. Sean match of Raw, I think, is the Raw's greatest match. Were you ever. watching it live? You didn't watch it live though, right? You I don't think I watched that one live. I had to watch that after the fact. Frustrating part: it was non-title, so for all of us people that watched it every fucking week, we knew Cena was going to lose. Like that was the only problem with it was why is it non-title? Like if it was title, we knew Sean. Like if Sean won and it was title, that would have I would have flipped my wig. This is wig, you know, it's not real. Oh, I didn't know you had a wig this whole time. Yeah, it's uh, this isn't even my face. So, yeah, I thought for sure that uh, Cena was going to lose because the title wasn't on the line. SYXX Pastor Sexy says the last man standing with HBK ending was fucking incredible. Was that a Royal Rumble, though? That wasn't at Raw, on Raw. Yeah, we're talking about Raw matches. Oh, okay, Gino, don't yell at Spliff Ma or, uh, sec Six Pastor Sexy, okay? Take it easy on him. Uh, okay. Let's see. Matt Cardona, Action Mike Jackson. Is he the Texas legend, the big the big black dude? He was not the Texas legend. He's that 70-year-old uh, wrestler who wrestled against, uh, what's his name, uh, fucking dude, Johnny Swinger on Impact two years ago. He's not the, the Texas pandemic. legend. Why is he not? Wh what was he doing? Was he busy? Oh, yeah. This guy, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Action Mike Jackson. Is that was probably really game. fun for you. I would have booed it my was really fucking good. I was surprised. Off. He did the old school. It gets like to all four corners. It was sick. Yo, sick to watch a guy walk around on the top rope. Holding Matt Cardona's hand, just keeping it steady, keeping that strength up. Showing I would have fucking screamed. I would have screamed so hard for a refund during that part. So that was fun, though. You got to watch that. To Infinity yes. and Beyond, it was astronaut theme. He came out dressed like, does he dress like Buzz Lightyear? 
Yes, Buzz Lightyear, he went to Infinity <laughs> and Beyond. He's taking this to Infinity and Beyond. Matt Cardone is the greatest. Okay, that was fun for you. That sounds awful for me, by the way. I just, I'm very glad I didn't go. Tony Depp and defeated A. Tony Depp and beat ACH. Yes, it was a great move because early in the match, Tony Depp and knocks down ACH and he goes up for the corner. He says, I'm going to do a flip. And the entire crowd's like, do the flip. We're waiting. We're just hyped for the flip. We're looking forward to Tony Depp and this man that we know will never do a flip. Says he's going to do a flip. And then there's finally one spot where he says he's going to do a double backflip, and he just falls back. Oh, my gosh. ACH should have beat the shit out of him. This company's more racist than WWE. Uh, Scramble match. Is this – this isn't like the WWE scramble, right? No, this is just a big, like, clusterfuck match they do every – Yeah, that they had the PBR clusterfuck match. Is this not that? It's basically, but it was not sponsored by PBR. Oh, okay, but it's that. Okay, I get it. Alex Colon, who you love. Jimmy Lloyd, who I don't know. Jordan Oliver, who I like. Cole Radrick. Is that his? Radrick? Redrick? Yeah, Radrick. Radrick. One called Manders. I don't know what that is. Zenshi. I know him from MLW. He's the guy, Gino, when you watch that botch, of the guy doing the double backflip and landing on his head. That's Zenshi. He survived. Yep, and he did an amazing job. This entire match was great, and I remember just how much I love fucking uh, Jimmy Lloyd. And John Oliver. Jordan Oliver. I don't know. John Oliver. John Oliver is kind of funny. Like, I don't know. John Oliver is entertaining, but Jordan Oliver is even more entertaining. I love Young, Dumb, and Broke. They're amazing. Jordan Oliver had the sixth spot that I was close enough to see him. He went to the stage area, was setting up for the spots. We have a whole cage, which you can kind of see, I think, in some pictures. So he's setting up on there. He jumps over that cage onto the group of guys. It's really nice. You hate. Injustice. You do not like Myron Reed. This is one thing you always bring up. You always bring up Jordan Oliver and his other group. And you, every time I bring up the young goat, you're like, no, Leo Rush is the best. So what's up, Chino? Myron Reed is a really great, talented wrestler, but I just find Jordan Oliver and Young Dumb and Broke a better group. Dude, Myron Reed fucking rules. He's the young goat. He's the young greatest of all time. You got to watch him again. He's awesome. I think Jordan Oliver is a little bit better. Oh, that's racist because he's white. Jesus Christ. No, I'm not racist. Jesus Christ. Okay, he is Ash, the young guy. Ash Bennett and Rico Gonzalez taking on Bobby Flay. Bobby Flacco, not Bobby Flay. Was Bobby Flay there? That would have been fun. Bobby Flay was not there in Atlanta. I'm sorry. Do you like Bobby Flay? What's your favorite Bobby Flay show that he's been on? I don't know if I remember any Bobby Flay shows off the top of my head. I know Guy Fieri shows more than Bobby Flay shows. One, one time I was at the gym. I was on the elliptical, and somebody ha- – people love to watch the Food Network while they're working out. And Bobby Flay was doing, like, a pitmaster show. He's, like, making ribs. Gino, these ribs look fucking so good. And I'm in California where, like, there's not really – the barbecue there is subpar – so I was watching. I'm at the gym. I'm watching Bobby Flay make these incredible ribs. I go to the store, right? I go to Stater Brothers, and I look for ribs. They didn't even have any. But I did find, like, these are already pre-made ribs. Took those home, heated them up, tasted like shit. So Bobby Flacco in C- Cavern Canyon? Yes, these these two, these four independent guys, I think, here in Georgia, we had this exhibition tag match where, thankfully, it ended no contest because – Fucking Joey does just this decide, is, fuck this entire match. We don't give a shit about these guys. They're not even going to show up on spring break. So Joey, Joey Janelle got to have a nice inner, like promo in a chair, setting up for his match against 
Sean Waltman, that he's going to end his career and people need to fucking start sending George his flowers now while he's alive and not when he's dead and the people are going to disrespect him. People need to start sending him his fucking flowers now. He's, George Ellis, the fucking man. Uh, he's so funny. You named all these indie guys, and then you named another like independent nobody to come out. Like, Joey Janela came out. Like, this all sucked. He's not a nobody. Jordan Gray. If Grace. it was for John AEW would not have been a thing. If it was not for that spot with John Zandig. Yes. It, no, it obviously was fine without Janela. Janela was a name that they kind of like were like, oh, we got Joey Janela. He's a hot name that went through a truck. But ultimately, that was built on Cody. Zandig. That's their thing. John Zandig should have also been named. No, they didn't need him because obviously, the the be, being the elite was a way bigger show than anything Joey Janela ever did. So they were fine without it. Ring of Honor sold out Madison Square Garden. Like it's fine. We know that Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Adam Page, that's what built all elite wrestling. And then they got Jericho. Once that Jericho Cruise thing happened, dude, AEW was inevitable. It was like Thanos. I think it's because of CCW and GCW that AEW became a big Really? No. Yes, then, I think it's because the real independents brought this case. But, but, they, but they do one hardcore match like a year. These other idiots do one every 10 minutes, and they wonder why they're not as big as AEW. It's like, no way. No way. Ring of Honor was even a bigger deal for AEW's existence. New Japan's a bigger deal. I think GCW is really like – we're so super niche. We're gonna run. We're gonna run that hard. There's nothing wrong with that. But I would never pretend. I would never. I would never pretend that AEW was like a ripoff of GCW. No way. I'm not saying it's a ripoff. I'm saying if it was not for this, we would not have AEW. That's insane yes. to me. All right, let's keep scrolling. Jordan, Jordan Grace. Oh, he, yeah, I'm the one who I watched it all. I've seen it all, you know. I'm the one who told you about Maven winning that Survivor Series match where he got to be general manager for a week. And then he challenged Triple H for the world heavyweight title. And they made him in and he had a great match, but he still lost because it was Triple H. He got the shovel out. And yes, AEW would be fine. Without GCW existing and without who else is your name? CZW. CZW. Yeah, all the stuff that. Yeah, all the stuff that was on tapes that people handed each other. What was that guy we talked about on TWFS last week? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white. John Oliver. That John Oliver guy with his little RF video. Yeah, all that stuff is fine, but it never affected AEW whatsoever. AEW is going to be fine without them. It came from good independent wrestlers, not necessarily hardcore dickheads. So GCW Extreme Championship match. Oh, you well, get you to see one it. match before you did. You kind of lost over Jordan Grace Ali Ali Catch was a really good match between these two really great talented technical women's wrestlers. GCW Extreme Championship match. AJ AJ Gray, your boy, defeated Effie, your other boy. How torn were you doing this? Did you not know what to do? Were you the first one to go fight forever? This was a match I was torn apart because this was second gear crew fighting each other. I was like, I don't know who I want to win. There's Effie, who is fine, who is everything. He's the internet versus AJ Gray, who is going to be having this amazing match where he's going to beat the shit out of John Mox, this loser who's not even coming here to these shows. He doesn't care about the real fancy like cares about the big paydays. So that's why I was like, oh, AJ Gray's got to win this match. Don't you wish you were me? Jericho didn't make AEW, though. Jonathan Gresham defeated Blake Christian. Oh, you were probably so torn. Were you chanting fight forever for this one? This match, I 
there was a point in time during this match where I had to like sit down and realize this is professional wrestling. This is why I like wrestling. Is that this is why I want this is why <laughs> is because technical masterpiece like this, where yes, there's Blake who does the high flag for time time, but he can do these technical wizardry like Jordan Jonathan Gresham, and we could have this amazing technical wrestling match. I was like, Jordan Jonathan Gresham is probably the best wrestler right now. Gino, I, I, I love this match. It made me like realize this dude's the best. You just told me how much you like Matt Cardona versus some old fuck who walked on the yes, ropes. Yes, and this match I had like sit down. I realized this is the match. This you is were the like, guy. Jonathan Gresham else, is wrestling. Everything else I've ever thought d- d- is stupid until watching this match with Jonathan Gresham. Because, yes, I would rather watch Jonathan Gresham. I'd rather watch Jordan Grace. I'd rather watch most of that than some of this other stuff that I've read. So, yes, you know, I agree. Jonathan Gresham is better than uh, what was that old guy's name? Action Mike Jackson. Action Mike Jackson. Yeah, that like, I, I'm shocked that like I love this match. This reminds me of why I like wrestling. Like you're naming great in like in ring tacticianers, but then meanwhile you're really pumped up for fucking what was the chicks? What was the Pepe? Pepe Ingenitas, you want me to go see that? Pepinella, it's yeah. a legend, Pepinella. You want me to go see that? Oh, it's not an in-ring tactician legend. It's just a. Le- You're right. So if you want to do that, you should go to the show that's ten hours before. That's Suzuki versus Effie. No, that wouldn't be technical at all. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> That'd be so, extremely technical. What are you talking? No, about? any match with Suzuki is technical. Is it? I'm not a Suzuki Suzuki's guy. Let me, let me look at the camera again. Suzuki is overrated. All right. He hasn't had, he's never held he never worked a damn hole in his life. I'd rather watch <laughs> Jeff Cobb versus Okada. Uh GCW World Tag Team title match. How do okay, now I have to ask. I know your dick was probably out during the, the Jonathan Gresham match. When this match started, were you just like, I can't help it? You pulled the pants down and you were like, touch, touch, touch. Did you do that? No, I didn't do that. What happened is I watched the Sangir crew come out. I saw Mancer. Matthew Justin was amazing. Then we got Matt Tremont having his entrance, which was great. But then what just got me so fucking hyped was Nick Gage. Seeing a Nick Gage entrance live. Because you get all these like videos again when you had Moxley on Dark Ring talking about that energy when Nick Gage is out there. Hearing them talk about it is different than experiencing it live and getting that whole introduction of Nick Gage and feeling that energy that Nick Gage really does give and realize that this dude is the fucking man. Did you take it out? That's what I'm trying to get you to admit. Was it out? No, nothing did, was out. Did you only have one rum and coke? Yes, only one. Okay. Uh, did so not want to spend more than $8 on one. I, I'm just making sure. The Hate Club and the Second Gear Crew – it was a draw. Were you pissed? Were you like, uh, what was? What would they say? AEW. AE was it like when the fiend. We lost? were all fucking frustrated. So was I. That we had a double pin because we were all fucking hating this match. Then it finished with this because all it was was just setting up that we're gonna have a triple threat match for the titles, which is fine. But yeah, then live I was like, that was bullshit. Dude, they screwed the fans. That sucks. They got you so hyped up, and then it was a, it was a schmoz. They gave you a dusty finish at your first time out Just of the house. Just to set up for the triple threat. That's Georgia a bum out. Spring break. But it seems like you had a good time. I feel like for you, the Gresham match probably was like, that was all worth it. I mean, it was probably fun to just be out of the house. The entire show was great. But yeah, that Gresham match, it made me realize this is wrestling. This is why I like wrestling. It's technical 
masterpiece like this where again the best part is i didn't have to hear kevin gill which he's good he's good on the commentary but hearing the wrestling hearing the mat just being there it's so much better so wait so you didn't touch at all at the show no how long has it been inside you know that's who knows how long I've you gotta been you gotta let it breathe dude it's like a dragon if you suffocate it it will die Maybe it will die one day. No, not maybe. Not maybe. It will. Just heed, heed these warnings, I beg you. So you had an amazing time at GCW. I'm going to have an amazing time at whichever wrestling event I choose to attend uh, WrestleMania weekend. Probably won't do any. I swear, I think I have family in town or something that weekend. It's like, God, it's one of those. always like, have stuff going on. Oh, isn't that weird, Gino? I have a stuff yeah, you going on. You have life. Yeah, Why I got this weird life? life. It gets in my way, Gino. Gino, I'm going to go to one. I will go to one. And so you were outside. Did that inspire you to maybe head outside more? Did you ask Greg Lauderdale for a job? I did not ask Brett Lauderdale for a job, but I <laughs> did see him after the show. I was like, I could get a picture with him if I wanted to. But I was like, oh, he's probably busy setting up to leave the show to do some other stuff. Just like I was had a chance to ask Joey Janelle for him. I was like, he's busy as hell, too, setting up for a spring break. I was like, I got him. Like, not push for these people who don't have a merch tape. Why do you ask to help? Why do you say, hey, uh, Greg, is there anything I could do for you? Brett is his name, but I, again, I didn't want to, like, bother. Gino, it's a power move. It's a power move to go, hey, Greg, and he goes, yeah, my name is Brett. It's like, yeah, okay, do you need help with this table or what? Why don't you help do some labor, okay? This is the founder and creator of Game Changer Wrestling. Says Gino, you should have demanded a commentary position. These people like initiative. Yeah, you should have just started doing commentary. Like, just start. And I go, who's this guy talking the whole time? Oh, Tony Deppin with a suplex. Like, you could have done great. I could have probably done great, but I didn't <laughs> want to take any for a shine away from Kevin. Humble Kevin brag. Gill is a man who I always will respect as a commentator. KG. I will never want to fucking take away from KG. I do love that, though. I love that you said, I probably would have done great, but I didn't. That would have been fantastic, you know? Yeah. You you could be on, like, that could be you. You just show up to, to shows with your own table and your own rec recorder and sit there and go, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at GCW. What's your commentator voice? I don't yet know where my voice is. That's it. I need to do practice on actually doing commentary. Let's do it. I have like an idea where I just like, I don't know. Actually, I haven't even tried like to really do full play-by-play commentary. We got to be play-by-play guys. We've never worked a damn hole in, in our lives. So since yes. we've never worked a match, we're only allowed to do play-by-play. So let's let's both be play-by-play guys. You, know, you want me to pull up a match? We could pull up a quick match if we want. Do you want to call one on mute? I'll put one up. I'm up for it if you want to. Nah, I don't want to do, do that. I don't want to do it now. We already tried it, you know. It didn't work, okay? You're obviously a color guy. You make me talk the whole time, and then you go, that's right. Great move. Like You, you don't help me out. You leave me hanging there. I'm so Tom Hannafin, and you're D-Lo. I, I am more like the dealer guy. I just go on with it, and I try to carry it, but then I do need the Tom to take off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just let that's Tom. That's why fight. Tom does all the hard work. And yeah, why did Dilo? Why is Dilo not there? Why did he get beat up and they acted like he was like this? You know, oh yeah, we don't know. But the heart Matthew's great. I love Matt. The heart and soul. The heart and soul of Impact. Um, I didn't get to ask you. So I brought it up in in uh, earlier tonight, but Scott Hall did pass away, and you know Jericho put out like easily the greatest to never win the world championship. Now is that true? And I wanted to get your opinion because obviously Jerry Lynn is number one in your heart, but who is the greatest to not? 
win the title? I honestly was thinking this over and looking over people who have not won the world title before, and I kind of was thinking over Paul Orndorff. Yeah, that was one of the names that I threw out there with to my. I was talking with my dad about it because he was the same way. It was like, you know, he he immediately was like, Mr. he agreed with me. I said Mr. Perfect like immediately. It's like Mr. Perfect never won the world title, and I love like my dad loved Mr. Perfect. We love the vignettes. Uh, it, it was easily like, dude, Mr. Perfect, and then Hot Rod. Hot Rod was always he beat Hulk Hogan at like a Starcade, and it wasn't for the belt for some reason. Yeah, but Mr. Wonderful, I do think, was another guy who should have won the belt but never did, and he was so good. Yeah, so that good. Hogan must pose, right? Gino, look, yeah. this is you're doing your pose. Who took this picture? I uh, Brady was actually there at the same event, so I had Brady take it for me. What? So Brady was there? Yeah, Brady was there too. Brady's a boss. Did you guys sit together? Uh, no, he was on one side of it. I said I chose the stage for like this. I was hoping it was going to be good. I didn't expect them to have like this fucking cage up, but it was a good thing for for that one spot. I was like, if they have just the stage there and had it open, it would have been better. But look at you and Matt Cardona. Look at this. You hid your shirt. Why are you hiding the grit flag? I just I I was putting the hoodie up. I was like, I kind of want also match Matt at the same time. So like this would be nice. Have it kind of zipped up like he did, and also I just. It was a great photo, should, and I you, fucking loved it. It was worth that 22 bucks I had to take for this bill. What? You got one rum and coke for eight, and then you were like, 22 bucks for a picture with a wrestler? With probably my favorite wrestler, yes. It was and, worth it. And what's this in your pocket here, condom? Uh, the pocket just, like, that's war and, like, wear and tear. Like, it's a hole right there, still there. It's just, like, been fucking getting worse and worse because i've washed it a few times i don't know what's happened like why eight, i was gonna say was there nowhere else aew is only like three years old how's the jacket already destroyed i have no the idea why this jacket for three years is fucking up <laughs> in that one side i've had some jackets for like 10 years you're over here like already fucking digging holes in your own jacket yeah i don't know what happened how this whole happened might have been from something i put in there and never took out one day and then it happened again i have no fucking gino idea. are you gonna become look at matt cardona's body are you gonna do that now were you like because that happened to me when i met rikishi i was like i'm gonna get fat as fuck like are you gonna have the inverse of that i really hope one day i do i you really do it, get gino. motivated to really get back out there and motivate myself to work, look, work you, got out that, and- you got that tax return you got a picture of matt cardona dude it's time Poor bro just as bright look at that body look at randall's he, he almost got killed by Montez Ford, and now they're wrestling each other at WrestleMania. Yes, they get to have a tri- triple threat tag team match at WrestleMania where we're going to get another spot like that where Randy almost dies. Hey, what's the greatest tag match in WrestleMania history, though? Steiner's triangle team. ladder match. Uh, everybody knows. <laughs> Dudley boys. That's a triple threat. I was like, you're one of regular tag. Dudley boys, Hardys. Team 3D. I already said them. Who's the other team? Yeah, I was like, dude, you want to try to do a regular tag match? I was like, going with normal tags. You said Steiners and Head Shrinkers? That's not the greatest one. Was it Head Shrinkers that was that WrestleMania? No. Yeah, but either way, that's not the best one. I mean, you're talking, we've had Bulldogs versus Heart Foundation on a WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, Bulldogs, Heart Foundation. And you're over here telling me that the Head Shrinkers had the match. Now, I will say Fatu and Samu, not a bad tag team. Really great in-ring tacticianers, much like Jonathan Gresham. So maybe you're on to something here, but also, come on. What are we talking about? Signers and head shrinkers, you know? Listen, the signers are probably one of the best tag teams to never be like the top, top of the tag team division. What? They were always the top. You mean like in WWF? WWF, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, pff, 
fucking 29 tag title reigns or some shit. Like, the best tag team of all time. The Steiner brothers, now their son automatically. Their son that they made together is automatically. It's their son and one woman that we don't know. What happened on NXT tonight was a terrible. I can't watch that show anymore, dude. Okay, NXT, we had some spots that were kind of nice. We had Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio backstage with Santos Escobar and uh, them. So we have this whole, like, lucha history together, the past and the future. And it was nice. And we also had LA Knight losing to Dolph Ziggler in a title match. <laughs> I mean, it really does yes. sound like velocity when, champion. You, when you say it out loud. It sounds like yes. velocity. It I'm just... sounds like an independent, like just a, the second ranked show they don't care about. They just put there. And we're setting up for Braun Breaker, who said at the end of the show, I'm not waiting. I'm tired of waiting. So I want a title match at Stand Deliver. So he's tired of waiting. So he's going to wait for Stand and Deliver for the title well, match. Well, he's tired of waiting for it to not be booked. Now it's booked. Yes. You know, no, you he's, can't, now it's booked. He's tired of waiting yeah, for it. So now he wanted to book it at Stand and Deliver. It makes sense, like Steiner logic. It makes sense. I think it makes sense to me. I, I'm tired if of waiting. He's for- tired of waiting. So I'm going to wait two weeks. Yeah, I get it. No, I'm tired of not having a match in concrete. Now it's in concrete, you little bitch. You can't go anywhere. I'll see you at Stand and Deliver in Dallas. And then I would have thrown the mic. I would have taken the mic, wiped my ass with it, and thrown it at him and said, here, fucking eat this. You like that? Yeah, and for some reason, since we're talking about that, Bobby Roode is basically becoming like J&J security at Dolph Ziggler. He's not really there. He's just like being a manager. Yeah, he's taking the bumps. You got you to gotta have a heater. True. And Bobby Roode's the best at doing it because they don't know what the fuck to do with him besides just be the heater of Dolph Ziggler, the better wrestler to them. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? Why are you shitting on Bobby Roode? He's great. Bobby Roode is great. He just should be world champion. Oh, oh, you mean like this could be him instead of Dolph? Yes, it could be him instead of Dolph. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I could probably see that a little bit. I thought I thought this would mean Bobby would go after like the North American title or something. I did too, but nope, he's just managing Dolph. And that's fine. They're friends. They're the dirty dogs. Yeah. So, I mean, why yeah, not? The dirty dogs, Big D and Big B. And maybe this will lead to Big Bob turning on Dolph Ziggler. So, I think that that could also be another option down the road uh, for these. Because obviously, they weren't doing shit as tag team guys anyway. The night they were thrown together was just Montez Ford, I think, or Docs or somebody saying, you know, oh, and now we got Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode in the tag team turmoil. And the Docs was like, are they a tag team now? Like, that's how they were introduced as a tag team. Was them just, just like randomly put together? They had a yeah. promo where like, yes, we are. Yeah, we're together. We're the Dirty Dogs. We have a name. So Gino, what a fantastic evening we've had. I mean, it was so many ups and downs. It really feels like I'm a better person after this one. I'm glad you went outside. I'm glad you got your your tax refund. I think that's that's fun bit of news. I didn't expect. Uh, what's next for you, dude? Are you, are you, how did the job applications go? You look good. You look like you have a dress shirt. You can go to job interviews. Well, I mean, it's not a dress shirt. This is a fucking wrestling logo tee. So I don't know if that would be appropriate for interviews. Which inter- where are you, you know, where are you going to work? You can go there. You can wear a wrestling shirt. They just need bodies. True. I guess you're right. I just was thinking it would be more appropriate for interviews. That's what I'm saying. Like I want at least look presentable better than just a fucking logo tee. Get a job first, you know. Worry about all that shit after you're working, all right? Let them know I don't have a dress shirt because I'm I'm poor, I'm broke. I spent all my money on a picture of Matt Cardona, so I need to get this job, and then I'll get a dress shirt, and then we can do an interview later with a dress shirt. But for now, I I just this is what I have. It's a grit flag, okay? Because I have grit. You know who else has grit? Edge. That's what you should say exactly verbatim. 
That's true. I should say something like that for Bane involving Edge and him using this flowery language, use these tie tier words that we don't normally say just because it's in his promo that they've written for him to say. I didn't like the promo because it was just another God promo. It was another Monday Night Messiah promo. Like that's all it felt like was I'm gonna use words like I forgive you and it just felt really it felt really he he's the only one that I you can be judged by. Yeah, me. it was so religious. And I thought, didn't we just do this? Didn't you just feud for a year with a guy who did this gimmick? So I, I, I odd, very odd. Just go back to trying to have sex with chicks in beds on TV. That would be way more fun. So, Gino, I think we about covered it all. I don't think there's any more wrestling that can be talked about. We talked so much about all these indies that are trying to take advantage of WrestleMania weekend. We talked so much about the GCW event that you got to go to. We talked about Big E breaking his neck. I mean, I really think we covered the spectrum, don't you think? We really did. This was an amazingly productive week this week and next week. Who knows what we're going to discuss? We do have impact that we could set up for since we are getting close to that road to rebellion. We're just going to talk shit about Eddie Edwards for two hours next week. Talk Poor about kids how are just terrible. As bright and just as talented white kids. As a heel promo, that might have been the worst. Beelzebub. I think I just figured it out. It's Beelzebub, huh? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Poor kids are just <laughs> as bright and just as talented yes. white kids. Cassidy, it's thank you so dude. much. Thank you, Beelzebub. This has been an amazing time with my amazing friends. And uh, let's ride off into that sunset, Gino, to the only song that we know how to. <laughs> find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5 22 